Hey friends, thanks so much for tuning into the Inner Revolution podcast. Are you ready to be changed? Well, let's go. Hey friends, thanks for being with us for another uh, Inner Revolution podcast. Hey, I just want to continue this thought on thinking as a church planter and wanted to consider uh, how to spend time Uh, how to spend our time wisely, maybe is a good way of putting this as far as ministry. And a couple of different aspects I want to talk about tonight briefly is people, people, and spending time with people, and quality time, and meaningful time. Now, one of the greatest traps that we all fall into is we try to spend our time, all of our time, with everybody. But actually, what happens is it's not very meaningful. It's very, uh, maybe it's half conversation. It's very sporadic, but um, really it's impossible to spend time with everybody, even though that's our heartbeat. So really as a church planter, we want to discern uh, the top 20%, if we could say, of people that are really hungering and thirsting after the mission, the mission. Uh, to build their walk of faith, to uh, be discipled in the word of God, to really pursue God. Those are the people as leaders should be our top priority to spend time with. This is how we're going to duplicate ourselves because it's impossible or ineffective to spend time with everybody. Because what's going to happen is you're going to have all types of people in your church or in your fellowship. There'll be those that are the consumer. They just want to consume your time. They leech your time. They want a a soulish relationship, or they want you for themselves, or they want you on other basises other than the mission. Now, certainly it's okay to spend time with people uh, in any capacity, but the majority of your time, you really want to guard that to to, uh, put your best self, if we could say, your best energy Uh, into those that will uh, move the mission forward, okay? Now, the other ones, the other folks are just as dear, but if they're constantly pulling you away from the mission, if they're very self-oriented, and you know who these people are, they're just constantly talking about themselves, they're not really engaged in the mission, but they're just self-oriented, then you want to mobilize your team to love and encourage and make everyone feel welcome but you don't want to um, be cornered or, by, or be like, um, have, the, have people leech from you so that you are no good to anybody else. So that's an important balance to identify who is hungering and thirsting, who are those that are really serious about their faith. Now, there are, there are those in our church that are fringe, uh, those that are on the outskirts that maybe don't know what's going on. They really don't have a deep walk of faith. So you want to mobilize your team to be reaching out to everybody, to the core disciples, uh, to the nucleus, people that are there but maybe not fully engaged, and then the fringe, those that maybe come once a month that could easily be winnable if there was some attention. Now, generally, we have what's called a seasonal focus, where throughout the year, we target each month a different group in our church. Now, the five major groups in the church are youth, you have college, 
Uh, you have married folks, you have married with children, and of course, seniors. These are five major areas in the church that as an inreach or church planter, there needs to be um, effective ministries to these five parts of the church. These are So the question is, who's coming to your church? Let's say you have you have college age students. You want to make sure there's someone that's really reaching out and spending quality time with them. Small groups, young adults, um, you know, maybe there's a singles ministry. Uh, really, you, who, you're asking yourself, who's coming to my church? So therefore, I want to effectively reach them and draw them in. You know, again, uh, seniors in your church, very important. Um, maybe the most um, wisest people in your group that have been through many years with the Lord, you want to make sure they feel that they're connected and being used because they often can be the ones that are forgotten. Uh, and then you want to ask yourself, okay, the seasonal focus, January through December, I want to reach out to different parts of people in the church and intentionally minister to them. So maybe it's your single mom, single dads, maybe it's your divorcees, maybe it's your pastor's wives, maybe it's your your um, your worship team, maybe it's your uh, college-age students, uh, uh, maybe uh, your teenagers. Find you know find a way to minister to each scope of people in your church, and maybe it's a card, a call, maybe it's a gift, maybe it's an intentional shout out from the pulpit. Do a seasonal focus so people don't fall through the cracks. This leads me to my next point. Uh, really have a system where you are able to collect names of people that come to your church. So important. Make sure that if you meet somebody or get their number, don't be afraid to ask somebody for your number in a, in a normal, natural way. But you want to write out uh, their name, their address if they give that to you. Maybe it's a contact card that you have. Uh, but you want to have a means to follow up. Without follow up to follow through, you're going to lose people. Now, granted, you're going to lose people anyway but you'll capture more people with an intentional way to capture their name and number and of course their email. So maybe you email them, maybe you text them, maybe you call them, uh, maybe there's an invitation for lunch, maybe there's an invitation to an event, whatever it is, you want to have a prompt and precise and personal response to invite them back, to let them know that you want them there that they are needed in the sense of uh, if they feel the call of God to grow and be part of the ministry, that they would be a beautiful addition to the church. I find that when you meet new people, it's easy to uh, forget them or forget their number, or maybe it's months that go by and you're like, where is that person? And then it's amazing how time can fly by. So we have a computer program that captures through our data entry team, uh, captures names and numbers, and of course, maybe birth dates, anniversaries, and we're intentional in reaching out to them. Uh, maybe it's a call, an email, a text, a visit, all happens within the first few days of them coming to the church. Uh, we, go, we go to their door with a gift, and again, not in an overbearing way, but we're just there to remind them of the time that they had and to come back again and grow with us. So, one thing I love to ask people is, what is it that you're looking for in a church? And that spawns a good conversation of what they're interested in and a way to plug them in. Most people in our church are interested in small groups. So we have a beautiful network of that in our church that helps them grow in a personal way in discipleship. Now, 
this can happen on Google Docs. This can happen in a church program. This can happen on a piece of paper. Have somebody that can capture these names and that can personally follow up on them. Uh, again, uh, oftentimes people get distracted and they put down, um, they, they forget or they put down their, their uh, ministry life or church life and they get busy in their personal life or their work life. So uh, we wanna be a pursuing pastor, a pursuing leader, uh, but not overbearing. So um, that's just a, a very important point. So how are you spending your time? Uh, just identify that you're spending it in a fruitful way. You're all things to all men that by all means you're winning some, not all, but some that your church will have a revolving door. So there it's impossible to gain everybody. And uh, obviously when people come for a few months and then you don't see them anymore, um, you know, that hurts a little bit. So you want to just in a gracious way, uh, reach out and just let them know, hey, you're thinking about them. You're praying for them. Is there anything that they need? And of course, they know uh, that they're being thought of and cared for. Because and I'll just close with this. A lot of people are not used to being pastored. Um, I find that to be very true. People come in and out of church just based on their own interests. Uh, but being pastored or shepherded is very different. It's where there's uh, an accountability, a discipleship, a care, uh, a vulnerable communication, not where we're breaching privacy, but uh, we are helping them uh, in an intentional way grow in their faith. So being pastored means that we're accountable, we're following people's faith, but we're also communicating. And so that we, for, for wisdom and for counsel, so that there can be growth and discipleship. And the average church in America is not wanting that. They're not wanting that. But in the day and age we're living in, and as we move towards the rapture, uh, it's so important to have content, be Christians of content, so that, uh, and also connected Christians, so that uh, we, when we're in trouble, uh, or maybe we're not even aware of the trouble that we're entering, there are people that are looking at our life, praying for us, encouraging us, and uh, can speak into our life, life, and God's life, and God's wisdom, uh, so that we're connected and not isolated, and we're not orphaned, and we're not um, separated and easy, easily picked off uh, by the devil. So just some thoughts today as a church planter, church thinking like a church planter, identify who is in your church that is growing, mobilize your team to draw in those that are close, but could be closer, uh, to be a strong communicator. We want an inclusive environment, a grace culture. And then, of course, identify those that are just there to leech and steal your time and to exhaust you. Love them, but also uh, have layers between you and them so that others can help you to minister to them. And if they stay and they grow with you, praise God. And we hope that they would do that. God bless you. Thanks, friends, for joining us for another episode of the Inner Revolution podcast. Please find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, and subscribe so that you don't miss an episode.